Two years ago, I was on my way to a protest outside the office of the company called Siemens. Siemens is a German corporation who at that point had decided to work with the Adani Group and help to build their coal mine on the W&J land in northern Queensland. This week, a US investigator has accused the Adani Group over what it claims to be the biggest con in corporate history and has dared the company to sue. Come on, given that it would open the coal producer to even more intense scrutiny. The Heidenberg researchers' report has already wiped billions of dollars of value from the empire of Adani and has thrown a spotlight on the contentious Carmichael coal and rail project in Queensland, the project which environmental activists and First Nation defenders have been fighting now for years. Today, Today, Jesus tells us that we are salt. Now, salt traditionally preserves. Does Jesus want us to preserve the status quo? Well, he certainly didn't. Although he was fond of his ancestors and the prophets and of wisdom calling out in the marketplace. Salt also disinfects. Does Jesus want us to cleanse the wounds of the world? Well, he certainly did calling out injustice and turning over tables in temples. But back to two years ago. So I'm on my way, on my way to the protest, and as I go, I walk past a church. It's a church I've never been into before. I've never even really noticed. It is very old. It is the church of the sea men, the men of salt. It is the sea man's mission. This mission was established in 1857 and began its work on an ex-water police hulk called the Emily, which was anchored in Hobson's Bay near Williamstown. The hulk was painted with the title the Bethel Sailors Church and the Reverend Kerr Johnson was appointed chaplain and conducted two services each on a Sunday until 1859 when a boathouse was acquired in Port Melbourne and this was used until 1878 And then they moved into another boat shed until finally, in 1917, the church in Flinders Street that I was standing in front of was built. You are the salt of the earth. Now, I had been so busy working for Jesus that I'd not really spent any time with him, so I decided to go in. I remember that it was very, very quiet apart from the Holy Spirit who was emanating from all the walls which were cracked and emanating too from the roof which was carved into the shape of a ship. Lo, I have come to make you fishers of men. Insert women, insert LGBTQIA, insert children, insert love, insert the whole shining cosmos. And so I sat down, I sat down to spend some time with Jesus. Do you ever do that? go into the church in the middle of the day just for a moment, just to be still. I mean, most of them are locked, of course, most of them are shut, but sometimes, sometimes if you're lucky, the door pushes open. As I am sitting, a very, very, very old woman, bent double, stumbles in. She has many, many bags and she has work to do and she has keys and she opens doors and she gets to work. I think of her waking early and of gathering her bags and of travelling in on the train. I think of her opening the door of the church as she just did, maybe every day, to polish candlesticks and dust the wooden pews. She looks determined and happy. She is the kind of woman about whom my gran would have said, she is the salt of the earth. 
and there could be no higher praise. Last week, Jesus stood on the mount and spoke to the poor, the mournful, the meek, the persecuted. He spoke to the hungry, the sick, the crippled, the frightened. He spoke to the outcast, the misfit, the disreputable, the demon-possessed. He spoke to those who grieved. And he said, you are blessed. This week, he turns around and says to the same motley crew, not, not only, not only are you blessed, but you are the salt of the earth. You who have been rejected, wounded, unloved, forgotten, you're the bomb, baby. You are essential, you're worthwhile, you are treasured, and I am commissioning you. Bloody hell. Salt from the old English noun, but also adjective, as in salty, as in briny, as in old salt, meaning sailor. Salt, long regarded as having the power to repel spiritual and magical evil. Salt, a rare and important resource. You are the salt. Salt, a substance so important, it's influenced the establishment of trade routes and cities and colonisation. It's provoked wars, financed and secured empires, inspired revolutions. And today, Jesus is saying, you, you are the salt. Now, interestingly, Jesus doesn't say you are like the salt or, you know, be the salt or do your best. He just says you're it. So here we are. There's no point in trying to avoid responsibility. There's no point in saying, oh, I'm actually, I mean, actually, I'm not the salt. I never said I was. I, I, I'm merely an attendant, Lord, here to swell a scene or two. What could I possibly do to be part of love? No. It's not going to cut it. You're it. I'm it. And this is not a game of tiggy. So we're all it, the salt and the light, which can be tiring, (laughs) which is why so often we don't try or we do try, but then we give up and then we lose our saltiness and we get trampled into the fields. I watch the old woman go about her work and I remember that I should go about mine. I head out into the world like a good Protestant to protest When I get there, my friend Rabbi Jonathan reads out a loud letter that he has sent to Joe Kaiser, the Siemens CEO, in which he says, Siemens, a responsible major world engineering company for 75 years, have reportedly and inconceivably agreed to provide signalling for the Adani rail line. Siemens was a leading corporate participant in Hitler's death through work program, taking Jewish and other slave labourers during the Holocaust and using them to construct the gas chambers which would eventually kill them and their families. Siemens, in other word, built ovens. Siemens, already a major European enterprise by then, also ran slave labour factories at Auschwitz, Buchenwald, Flossenburg, to name just a few Ravensbrück death camps. In late 1944, at the height of World War II, Siemens total workforce included 50,000 slave labourers. And their electric company was the major private firm that used slave labour at the Ravensbrück concentration camp. Today, they are the second largest electric company in the world. Well done them. This is the history that Siemens has been trying to expunge for 75 years. In the Holocaust, Siemens undoubtedly participated in major crimes against humanity. And by helping to develop major new fossil fuel mines, they will again be doing just that. Crimes against humanity for more shareholder profit, never mind the cost.
As he reads these words out loud to the gathered crowd, I think about how Rabbi Jonathan is being the salt. It is hard work. The salt in the wound of history, and it costs him. It costs him dearly. He is being the salt because that is who he is, and he won't step away from what history demands of him. An old woman bent double in a church built to console the men of the sea. A rabbi outside a windy office at Docklands, you and me. The salt. Are you ready? Today, Jesus tells us that we too are the salt. So what is being asked of you in this moment? What needs to be preserved? What needs to be cleansed? What needs to be given? Life. It will only take a grain or two of you. You as salt poured forth. But those grains, Jesus says, they will be part of what changes the world.